0: May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I love this passage from two kings. We hear Elijah being taken up into heaven, but also Elisha, tongue twister, isn't it? Elijah and Elisha in the same passage. Being told, you know he's going to go up to heaven, don't you? Yes, I know. You know he's going to go up to heaven, don't you? Yes, yes I know. And then, what can I do for you, says Elijah? Let me inherit a double share of your spirit, says Elisha. Not, can I have your mobile phone? Or, well I quite like that painting on the wall. Let me have something of your spirit. Of course, Elijah ascends into heaven. Elisha receives some of Elijah's spirit. It's almost... The torch, the baton, the light passed on to him. Elijah has gone, but that mission has not. That mission hasn't disappeared with Elijah going up into heaven. It's passed on to Elisha to carry on that work. A reminder that we don't live and minister on our own, but as part of something bigger, as part of God's people. We see this same thing in the Gospel. Jesus up the mountain with Peter and James and John. Jesus is transfigured. Dazzling white. Almost like a Dazz advert of the washing powder, isn't it? He's changed, they can see, and there with him is Elijah and Moses. Elijah's gone up into heaven. His, Spirit has been passed on to Elisha some time ago. That work, that ministry has continued. Likewise Moses, who worked so long ago, but here they are together. The things they were doing, being fulfilled in Jesus. If you think back when Moses was going up the mountain to speak with God, he'd have come down be covering his face because his face was glowing so much and no one could cope with it. You couldn't look upon the face of God and live. Moses was a bit of an exception. But still there was that glowing effect, not just dazzling white like a soap powder advert, so much brighter, so changed, by experiencing (coughs) Jesus is fulfilling what was happening with the ministry of Moses and the ministry of Elijah but it is such a wonderful thing to be so close to God if you go up a mountain if you think of heaven up there then you're getting closer you're in this liminal space transient space where sort of heaven and earth sort of co-mingle, I was going to say collide, co-mingle, collide, whatever. They're close together and here is Jesus, God made man. But also Moses and Elijah sort of passed through there together. Others can see it. Something amazing is happening. There are changes happening. Isn't it so great to be at a place so holy feel the presence of God. That you can feel the saints present. In the preface to the Eucharistic prayer, one of the prefaces, therefore, with angels and archangels and the whole company of heaven, we are reminded in the celebration of the Eucharist, it's not just us physically here, but those who have gone before us also joining in worship. We can't see them but they're here, the church is packed solid with those gone before us as well as those here presently. If we think about that, we are reminded that the end result, the end goal of the church is not us. We are not the final destination. Please God. It carries on. Elijah passed on the torch to Elisha. We see this fulfilled in Jesus. And then also, as well as Jesus being changed, Peter and James and John are changed by the experience, knowing something more of who Jesus is. They were told, don't tell anyone until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. And then they did tell people, the gospel spread. People carried on hearing who Jesus is. They carried on hearing about salvation through Jesus. That torch, that baton, that ministry was passed on. Got passed on to those who built this church. <coughs> Got passed on from generation to generation in baptism in the celebration of the Eucharist to us now. We have been changed through receiving Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. We've been changed through our baptism, through our confirmation, through our walk with Jesus, learning more about him, Bible study, prayer, being with other Christians, living in the world. We have been changed through those holy places, holy times when suddenly we realise heaven and earth are so close together that we can just feel the presence of God. Maybe it's up a mountain. Maybe it's walking on the common. Maybe it's at Walsingham. Maybe it's on the beach. Maybe it's just in a time of complete silence. Suddenly the light bulb comes on. And you think, God, you're right there, aren't you? We get changed by these experiences. But that's not the end. We are not the end result of the faith. It goes on. We saw Elijah pass on his mantle to Elisha. We see in the Gospel in the epistles, in, Reve- in Acts, in Revelation, this, this, this mission this ministry, pass on, other people coming to faith. We see it in the churches which have been built a thousand years ago, 500 years ago, 150ish years ago, 50 years ago. This faith carrying on being passed on. We see it with people coming to baptism and confirmation. We see it with people being ordained. That people carry on meeting with Jesus for the first time, for the second time, for the 50 millionth time, and a change transfigured each time. But this is not it, this is not the end. This carries on happening. faith carries on being passed on the light of Christ keeps being put into people's lives illuminating their lives, illuminating the darkness the God who said let the light shine after darkness shines in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ and not just in our hearts but in those coming after us. So we must not just look at where we are now, we must also look at who is coming after us. Younger members of our families, those we meet in clubs, in shops, on our travels a dear friend of my mother Leah used to be a bus evangelist she travelled on the bus a lot she never wore a dog collar but people could just tell there's something about her and she would end up talking about Jesus to random people on the bus or at the bus stop and people would love talking to her about this and would start exploring something of their own faith that worked for Leah she liked going on the buses for us it's different ways what can we do? Like Elijah passed on that spirit to Elisha. What can we do to pass on something of the faith to other people who don't, let no, who don't yet know it? Or who are unsure of it? Or found something out in the past but have drifted away because of one thing or another? What can we do to show people, that God loves them? What can we do to show people that Jesus lived, died and rose for them? What can we do to show that salvation is for all people, not just a few people who have been to church forever? What can we do to see people changed, transfigured? What can we do for the light of God to be shining in the hearts of other people too, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ? not worrying just about ourselves and whether the church is here for our funerals, but looking ahead so the church is here in fifty years, a hundred years, not for the funerals of people but for the baptisms, for the confirmations, for the weddings, for the ordinations, for the celebration of mass, to see people changed transfigured by knowing Jesus in this place what can we do to pass on the baptism to those coming after us and see the church of Jesus Christ growing here in the months and years to come let us be changed and transfigured and through us being changed and transfigured may other people <coughs> too be changed by knowing Jesus In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.